I'm going to read to you some reviews from Jenny Keane's Orgasm Online Workshop. Now, these reviews contain anatomical words. Well, after 29 years, I just realized my clitoris wasn't where I thought it was. Wow. Jenny, anal sex. My partner and I just tried it for the first time last night and you were right. I think you just changed my life. Mind-blowing. This woman needs to be in every school in Ireland. Exclamation mark. So, <laughs> hundreds of ladies have been enjoying Jenny's workshops online for the last month or so. One of which being my partner, my other half, Rachel, who is actually my impromptu co-host today. And Jen is not only very fun, but she's incredibly knowledgeable. And she shares information about pleasure that I think we could all do with hearing. Men, women, everyone. I think that this is a bit of a revolution, a sexual revolution in Ireland. And when you hear it from someone who lives and breathes it, who really cares about these issues, because how we enjoy our lives should be an important thing. We shouldn't be just humans doing, we should be humans being, being able to experience and enjoy pleasure. Some of it is a bit um, unknown to me. I had quite a few questions um, and a lot to learn. So I hope that um, you maybe have a bit of a laugh, uh, listen to this podcast, you might learn something. And I do hope that you check out Jenny Keane on Instagram or one of her workshops. If you'd like to join me for some yoga, no orgasms, unfortunately, uh, just yoga as in breathing, moving, stretching, getting strong, you can do any weekday evening at 7pm on Zoom. But you can also join a series of workshops that I'm doing every Sunday in May. The next one is a handstand workshop, which is this Sunday. But if that sounds a bit too much for you, a bit too far forward, and you're just a beginner, you're starting out, and you'd like some more guidance, I am hosting a beginner's course starting Saturday, May 9th. And that's a four-week course, 40 euro, if you'd like to learn the basics of yoga. Everything from breathing to building you right up to being confident to start your first public class or simply practice on your own. So, if you'd like to know more about me, you can find me on kevinboyyoga.ie. Jenny hasn't got a website just yet, but you can find her at hellojennykeen on Instagram. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Jenny. If you do enjoy this podcast at any stage, please leave a review on iTunes. Please, I've, I just realized this gets 5,000 listeners a week, which is way more than I thought. So thank you for being one of those listeners. It, every one of you means so much to me. And um, share this podcast with a friend you like something you hear in it, just hit the share button and maybe it'll bring a smile to their face. Anyway, that's enough. <laughs> Without further ado, here is Jenny. Can you hear Rach? Yeah. Okay. I've got Rach here with me. Hi, Rach. How so are hello, you? Hello, Rach. 
hello. <laughs> How's the expecting mother? She's great, yeah. Yeah. Feeling good. 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 <laughs> She's feeling good, yeah. Um, but yeah, Jen. So, um, we might. Well, let's start because we only have an hour, and I'll give a little bit of an intro. What I've learned from doing these Instagram lives. One is that it's best not to wait to the end to uh, for people to ask questions because then sometimes people don't have enough time. So if, throughout this Instagram live, if you have a question, just write it in the comments. Mm-hmm. Jodie's in, Jody around. Uh, write it in the comments and um, and then we'll come back to it as soon as possible. Uh, I'm gonna put it as breakfast in bed and then I'll, even though it doesn't really tell people much, but <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what, you're not in bed? Are you not having breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having tea. I thought I was like, I was like, oh god, all I'm missing is some croissants here. <laughs> <laughs> you have an actual property? No, I, I just like actually in... hot water and lemon. Um, I'm not, I'm not drinking. Uh, I'm trying to stop caffeine. Um, so it's difficult because I'm massively addicted to matcha lattes. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a, um, what do you call it, a, ca- a coffee in the morning, but um. Yeah, I think I think I know it's it's we all. I mean, I got on the uh, we're on the camera bar. What are you on, Rachel? Camera too. We're drinking camera. So cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> cheers. Um, so yeah, um, uh, <laughs> Rach did your workshop yesterday. Oh, you did you, Rach? Yes. Oh my she god! Did. I didn't know you yeah. snuck in there. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did the the workshop yesterday. So um, yeah. And it worked. It was very good. Um, I, <laughs> so, um, I mean, um, <laughs> sorry. But um, yeah, when, it, when are you going to be, I know, I know this is sort of maybe in the pipeline over, but um, is it going to be one for, for men, do you reckon? Yeah. Oh my God. I have so much like uh, in the pipeline right now. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know where I, I do know where to start. It's happening. I'm doing everything uh, incrementally right now and just stepping up one at a time. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, there's lots more coming at the moment. It's fantastic. All this time, you know, um, and the quarantine has given me is uh, really to to give me the space to put my energy, like my full energy, uh, instead of being spread around all different yoga studios and um uh mm. you know you know yourself how much energy goes towards like you know cycling from one studio to another and the little wait time in between it's you oftentimes oftentimes you think you have enough time to get things done but you don't and this has really given me the space to go like put my head down and be like right the, ev- everything that's in my head this is what this is what it looks like organized and um mm. uh uh yeah there's so much more coming <laughs> for men yeah. for couples everybody you know um mm. yeah, it's very exciting yeah yeah you got um i mean from reports i hear i mean i know you have got a lot of knowledge to share and i'm interested since you started doing these workshops on these virtual workshops what have you learned i feel like i'm constantly taken by surprise actually <laughs> like i'm gonna this i put them out and i'm just like oh we'll see what happens you know and then jesus like yesterday we had uh over 300 women at um the workshop and i just think that's phenomenal you know i think uh, it constantly surprises me um <clears throat> how curious and how open we're becoming in ireland 
uh, and it's and it's super exciting. Mm. Like there is a real hunger to create a, a community um, where, like, a women of men where this is really discussed uh, openly, you know, and in a way that's like mm. you know, there's no shame attached, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, so. Um, uh, and it, it, I th- what, what would you say then? Because I was chatting to Rachel about this last night. Is the difference between m- men and women's sexuality in terms of how it's expressed? Like, why isn't there as much demand for this for men as there is for women? I imagine. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm I I wonder that as well. Maybe some of the men, if there are men listening right now, you know, um, uh, they can answer this. I, I don't know, I kind of put it down to things like data and all the kind of stuff. Like if I look at my, you know, on your Instagram insights, if I look at like how many people follow me, it's 81% women and 19% men. Um, and I don't know what your stats look like, Kev. Like I know you know numbers too, you know. So do you have more women or men or half and half? Like what does that look like as I a... Sh- I don't know. I'd say it's about half and half, but I okay. actually don't know. Yeah, it's very interesting. So it's just like, this is, I I mean, you know yourself, like on Instagram um, at the moment anyway, this is how I reach people. Like my audience is through Instagram, how I connect with people and what I'm saying is through Instagram. And so for me, it's mm-hmm. uh, it makes sense to, to you know, be um, looking at women first, you know. I mean, I'm also a woman. And so I have like direct experience with that. Um, but I honestly, I really believe, and I don't know whether I'm naive in this, but I really believe that there is a huge, um, a huge contingent of the male population who are also and equally just as interested in this. Um, because, you know, uh, as much as, and I, I kind of feel like in one way it's maybe even, um, you know, there's a couple of things that go on, like with when it comes to women, we mm-hmm. are innately want to foster community you know this is part of us you know part of our energy of yeah. what we want to do so you know even rachel you know fostering a soul and fostering a baby fostering a family you know these things are very innate inherent in um you know uh in 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 a feminine uh sensual body and uh, so the idea of women coming together and you know talking and uh, sharing their experiences is something that's very natural and has been done in society for I mean years and years and years you know centuries Mm -hmm. you know Um, and men came together in different ways but you know as much as uh, I talk about and I, I say this all the time at the moment you know that like our society our culture is um it, it values hard work and it values setting goals and it puts value on you know going out to attain those goals um that uh it doesn't put as much value on pleasure as it does um hard work mm-hmm. and in the work that i do it's really trying to turn people's attention towards pleasure uh, because this is where i believe that you get you have access to so much you know you have access to uh, a huge um a huge amount of energy that you can put towards your life um 
and this is what I said even in the workshop last night, you take risks, you're more willing to take risks, you know, um, you're taking risks in work, you're taking risks in love, you're taking risks in your own life and it's also hugely beneficial and necessary to your health. And so uh, as much as, as women, you know, are very attracted to this, I think men are equally as attracted to it simply because, you know, like look at men, I mean, the, what they've been told, the information they've been given their entire lives is you have to succeed. And if you are not succeeding, then somehow, and if you're failing in any way in your life, in relationship, in work, in, uh, in like how you're earning and how, like how you're providing a living for those around you, you know, it kind of goes, it goes, mm. you know, yourself, Kev, it goes beyond your partner. It goes in, extends into your extended family. It's like this breadwinner thing of like a man who has to achieve. I mean, it, it's, um, it's crazy for for me to to kind of see this so as much as as much as women need to have their attention turned to pleasure men need it as well you know because mm. oftentimes we're told to go after our goals to the detriment of our health and all people whether they are man or woman express themselves as a man express themselves as a woman they all are sensual sexual beings and express themselves in the same way we move through the world through our senses we take in the world through our senses this is how you know i said this the other day but this is how we penetrate life and this is how life penetrates us and this is that beautiful way to like make love with life you know and um and uh and the world around you and it's just as necessary for men as it is for women and uh but you know um it'll be interesting to see you know like what happens uh when um, when it comes to doing an orgasm online for men, you know, if there is interested, I, I, part, part of me thinks that, you know, um, maybe it would be interesting for them to do, to join the orgasm online workshop for women and learn, you know, just how much there is to know about a woman's body and then be inspired and be like, Jesus, what's happening in my body? And, uh, and what does that look mm. like? You know, because there's such a, um, I mean, there's such a wealth of information there to dive into and to explore and discover um, just as much for men. And, you know, as, as much as me, women love these kind of like beautiful communities where they can get together. And like Rachel will tell you, like last night, it's like just so much fun. Like the chat box last night was just going off, you know? I actually have to stop looking at the chat box because um, because everyone's muted in the workshop, but the chat box can keep going. And I just ask people to not ask questions until the end, but like they can still talk. And like there was like, you know, huge amount of stuff like laughing going on and being like, oh my God, this, or oh my God. And like this kind of stuff is super, um, is super encouraging because it kind of lets us know like oh whoa okay we're actually in different rooms right now but we're all connected you know uh, mm -hmm. like all of those women walked away with the same information it's very interesting to see the different workshops because uh, at the end of each workshop you really get a sense of what they took away and also what the vibe was because each even though the workshop is is pretty much the same. I tell different stories. Um, sometimes my mind leads me into different areas in one workshop more than another. And uh, and and what is really interesting is the feedback and the comments that come in are all very similar. After the last workshop, okay, I can't tell you the next morning how many women messaged me and said, I just had the best sex of my life. 
um, last night. And so, and, and that didn't happen this morning. It didn't happen after the first one. So some, something in that kind of workshop, I don't know what was, but triggered this because these women weren't talking to each other, you know, being like, let's have great sex tonight. This is just like me receiving these messages the day after. And uh, the messages that I'm receiving this morning, everyone's literally like mind blown. This is like the biggest word from last night. Um, and uh, the very first workshop, the biggest thing was um, that sense of connection to themselves. So it's really interesting mm -hmm. to see the to kind of to see the difference. Last night was a lot of humor. Um, I mean, there's humor in absolutely uh, all of the workshops, but I think amongst the women as well, there is just this kind of like big kind of. It felt like everyone was laughing the whole time. Was it Rachel? Was that just me? Or every time I looked at the chat box, people were like, ha ha ha. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um. Yeah. No, it was like that. It was great because um. Your. Uh, sorry. Your stories were hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> but it was funny to actually listen to you when you were talking scientifically and matter of fact mm -hmm. type. Um. And at the same time, somebody's telling a funny story. I know. The chat box about what's going on around them or people interrupting them or they're. <laughs> whichever I want to know I want to know what that Alexa story was because I missed it and then I was like right. damn it <laughs> someone, uh, yeah someone. do you want to know Will it yeah tell me tell me what was it um basically she was having trouble with her zoom and the audio connected to the Alexa in her brother's room and she's like what's going on with my Zoom? I can't hear it. I can't hear the audio. And then suddenly she heard screams in the other room of her brother. Wow, what's going on? <laughs> was, I, was I mentioning, I wonder, was I mentioning the clit, the clit wank at that point? I, feel like... I think so. <laughs> clit wank? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Kel, the clit wank. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was great. You, you know, it's funny you say, just <laughs> referencing the... Um, clit wank i never thought i'd put those two words together <laughs> but, um is that um is that like uh when i was in when you're when you're growing up as a as a as a, as a lad you, or as, a, as in like a you know a, a young man you you share stuff like little tips and tricks that you're like well if you do this then this will happen and if you try this with your hand or your finger or whatever it may be uh this then this sometimes happens and stuff and you're like oh yeah okay i'll try that out whatever uh, you know, but then at, at that age, obviously, you know, when you're a lad, it's quite hard to get a girlfriend because they all want fellas that are older than them. <laughs> um, and then when you become an adult, that is not a conversation you would have. It, like you, it would be seen as inappropriate if another male, another adult in their twenties, thirties, whatever it may be, starts saying to you, you <laughs> like stuff like that. Like when I went, used to go to the countryside to see my granny or my cousins about an, a year older than me and they would say things like and I'm, I don't mean to offend anyone here but they'd be like have you ever fingered a bird and I would say oh yeah loads and I never I never, didn't, I didn't know what they meant really uh, and uh, and um, then they would share all these stories about yeah if you do this with your finger you turn it around that way or put these two fingers together and all this stuff and I was thinking right I've got to remember all this stuff um, but then when you're an adult you would never have that conversation with another man um, because it would just m maybe if it was like a good mate but it just doesn't happen as an adult it's like that sense of curiosity sexual curiosity is acceptable in adolescence but as oh, an yeah. adult it's seen as kind of irresponsible perverted um 
and I imagine, especially especially if you have a family, you probably that kind of conversation is not one you're going to have um, comfortably. Uh, do you think yeah. it, it, that's the same for women? Um, yeah, I think it's it's actually a, a kind of a societal or cultural thing um, uh, altogether. I it I think this really depends on your friend groups. You know, I know for example, like yeah. I was always sexually open, um, even when I wasn't sexually active. You know, when I was a teenager, I was constantly asking questions. Like if someone said they had sex, I wanted to know every single detail, you know, and uh, and I wasn't afraid to ask questions either. And as I got older, like I remember uh, in my early 20s, sitting in my um, girlfriend's sitting room and um, telling them all uh, how I, um, how I, uh, how I massage a lingam, <laughs> essentially, um, or in terms of like, uh, uh, Kevin, every time, every time we talk, you oh, yeah, ask me sorry, this that's question. <laughs> sorry, that's a penis. <laughs> it's a penis. <laughs> yes, sorry. it's a penis. <laughs> so a lingam. How do you spell, how, Will you how do you spell lingam? <laughs> okay, it sounds like you'd be like, you absolute lingam. <laughs> L-I-N-G-H-A-M, okay. So, Is that Latin? Uh, no, it's Sanskrit. Greek. <laughs> it's Sanskrit. We're yogi. We're yogis here, Kevin. Sanskrit. Okay. Okay. Sanskrit. So, sorry, of course. But yeah, really, sorry. like it's uh, it's it's interesting. So like I remember sitting in the living room and like describing in detail like how I uh, how I like how I massaged a dick basically how I gave a wank and like um and and what response I got from it like what the guys liked and like in this kind of like uh in this um in the sitting room we all kind of discussed lots of different things and then that opened up the conversation to be like oh I've never one of my friends saying I've never had an orgasm and then I'm like well ha have you ever tried these positions you need to like you know try and so this is even before you know when I was in my early 20s that I was like I was very open about discussing all of this you know I wanted to eat anything that I could you know to discover more about my sexuality and how to improve my sex life because I was super curious but I really believe you know you touched on a really beautiful thing like curiosity and creativity you know and I really believe that we are living for the most part in a world that has very much lost you know imagination and lost creativity I mentioned this last night in the workshop there's this beautiful ted talk that i like you know millions of people have seen now school school kills creativity and i think this is really mm. at the root of it because you know we are um you know when it comes to sexual encounters like it's it's really about like um getting the dot job done and you know efficiency more than it is about connection and it becomes about performance more than pleasure and uh it becomes uh more about you know um what you can accomplish uh more than what you can appreciate and so mm. when it comes to the things that I teach, you know, like I, I want to inspire people to become curious and creative and, uh, and I want to put this, you know, pleasure, curiosity and creativity and imagination at, uh, at the center again, because I think we, as adults, we do, we lose that kind of curiosity because we think, um, 
you know it's somehow not important to adult life you know and oftentimes when it comes to you know a sex life you know the where things become stagnant is that we become as as i said last night when i talk about orgasm we have a habit a certain way a certain habit a certain pattern that we know gets us off you know um and when it comes to a sexual encounter with your partner over time you learn you know the beginning it's very interesting it's super curious and you're like willing to explore and play and get to know each other and then you start to find out kind of like one path of pleasure or maybe two paths of pleasure that your yeah. um that your women or your men or whoever you're engaged with uh, uh enjoys and then that becomes kind of like your kind of go-to because you know okay well i gave her pleasure this way before so this is how i do it again and then those pathways and those patterns strengthen and strengthen and strengthen and suddenly we lose um, the ability to like be creative, you know? And oftentimes when stagnation and kind of, uh, even the kind of loss of libido or the loss of desire, it comes from a lack of imagination, you know? It comes from a lack mm. of creativity. And so when it comes to like putting these in, oftentimes we're looking for outside sources for inspiration. It's like anything, you know? Um, mm. How do you get inspired? You look around you and, you know, one of the most beautiful ways like when we're kids you know like exactly what you're talking about when we're teenagers our sexuality is determined by the people around us by our peers you know and mm -hmm. we're learning from them like from what they're doing we're learning what's right what's wrong you know and uh, as we get older we're continuing to learn you know from porn and all these kind of all of these uh, different sources you know magazines and all that kind of stuff um, and uh, and as we get older, I think it's somehow we kind of think, well, now I'm supposed to know everything, you know, and uh, and it's just kind of like this switch off button. And, you know, also life gets in the way, you know, you start having children and then children take your attention and your priority and your time, you know, and oftentimes like when we have all of these outside responsibilities, whether it's, you know, demanding uh, home lives or demanding work lives and um, we put less and less attention to pleasure because we somehow think it's a diversion and taking us away from what we're supposed to be doing you know um, which is you know make a living make create an identity and pursue that at all costs you know uh, to the detriment of everything around you your health your relationships you know and it's mostly when people come in contact with a crisis, you know, uh, whatever that crisis is, maybe it's something, you know, uh, quite shocking, like a, um, like a, an affair or someone cheating on somebody or a discovery of that, or uh, maybe it's something like a discovery of, wow, like we're disconnected you know, um, that's still shocking, you know, and when it comes to something like this, this is when you suddenly start to, to kind of turn your attention towards, you know, uh, it's kind of like crisis management. And for me, you know, what I'm trying to teach about now is like, how do you put that in before you get to that point? You know, how do you mm. keep connection? Um, how do you, because we're growing and we're changing all of the time. How do you grow and change with uh, yourself? and with a partner, you know? Um, so it's, uh, that's what that's what all of this is, you know? And I think for, you know, mm. oftentimes we need a teacher for that, you know? Um, mm. And we need someone that's like not afraid to say, you know, clit wank, you know, um, every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep on their toes. <laughs> Everyone's like, what's a clit wank? <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry, I thought you said tit wank. <laughs> <laughs> that as well, yeah. 
to it went <laughs> breast massage you know um super powerful <laughs> you know breast massage and i said this in the workshop last night you know breast massage is such a beautiful um part of a sexual interaction between people even with yourself because it really moves you into this space of kind of a slow sensual like a slowed down sensual interaction and oftentimes when we're kind of moving into that like that sexual act it's about getting getting to the end point and um you know starting with the breast massage is so beautiful because it's you know it's it's so sensual it it demands slowness and it puts you into this very um deep connected space with one another you know mm. Jen, what would you recommend? Are you going to say something? No. Mm -hmm. What would you um, recommend for uh, if a man wanted to prolong his delivery? <laughs> um, so I'm asking for a friend, obviously. <laughs> yes. So actually, <laughs> I, if Doyle. you remember, I said this in a, a in a previous um, podcast with you. The the first thing that I would say to men. So it depends if you're watching porn. Stop watching porn. Yeah. If you have a certain habit when it comes to um, uh, like self pleasure, and if you have a certain habit of of uh, uh, that you like wank in a certain way, let's say, then stop that for a moment in time and start to do different things like massage around your groin area, around your thighs, like your and really it's about massaging, you know. And your partner can do this as well, you know, because it's starting to flood the area with beautiful nutrient rich oxygenated blood you know and uh and and so not just uh focusing on the lingam but focusing around at the balls as well oh my god so nice to like give yourself like a massage around that area really it is kev it so is and like it just helps to cultivate this very powerful energy in your genitals and um uh and when you start to do this it starts to change the habit and the pattern that you have um, when it comes to ejaculation another thing that you can do is the peeing so remember I said this before where you're peeing and you like stop the stream and then you're peeing Ooh. stop the stream peeing stop the stream so now you're starting to uh, gain um, control over um, uh, over your muscles yeah mm. <laughs> I've just been told that's horrible when... <laughs> do you mean peeing as in like peeing in the toilet yes yeah yeah, yeah. as opposed to <laughs> yeah, okay. as opposed to the street <laughs> no i was just because you were talking about i know i was talking about this okay. last night you <laughs> so meant your yes, you meant your right clarify <laughs> peeing in the toilet <laughs> <laughs> just because you're talking about having sex and delaying it and stuff like this and then just okay pee is in your mind yeah just so in case peeing. you were saying so for pee. men thank you for clarifying that rachel um <laughs> Okay, thank you. So when yeah. when you are peeing in the toilet, yeah, uh, you can, um, yeah, you're peeing. So the stream is running and then you stop and then the stream is running and you stop. So this is starting to um, access those uh, muscles that you can start to control, you know. And so when it comes to um, uh, then um, in a sexual interaction and you're trying to prolong um, that sexual interaction and prolong, say, ejaculation, ooh, Thank you. Um, then you, uh, uh, I'm being delivered green juice here. Do you want to see? There's oh, lovely. breakfast, there we go. Um, so uh, yeah, when you're trying to prolong this, another thing is, is that like for a man, uh, you won't allow yourself. So for example, 
on the scale of one to ten okay ten is the point where it's done okay so you won't let yourself get to six uh, past six or seven so once you get to that point um in the sexual interaction you ask your partner to slow down you know and so you pull back a little bit and then like you do other things mm. like you'll massage around the area like around your genitals you could like give a full body massage or you go to sensual touch or kissing um um, and then you can like build up, you know, or else you just like slow the pace a little bit and then you build up again and then you can go to like six again and then you say, whoa, hold on. And so the more you keep doing this, the more you start to train yourself. Um, uh, and this is really what we're doing. You know, we're like trying to retrain new habits and uh, fire, like get the body firing in different patterns, you know. Um, mm. So, yeah, that would be some tips there. Mm. I'll tell him. Do you want me to say something? This feels like a uh, couple's counselling or something. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but but it's it's um I think the the desensitization uh in both physically and mentally of say pornography, um well, it's like I don't want to give too much away about because Rach, you know, told me what, what happened last night and stuff. And I obviously don't want to talk about what happens in your workshops. So I appreciate that um, because you know that's people's private business. Um, but well, one, I didn't tell people's private business. No, no, she didn't. She didn't I, <laughs> just in case. I just said thinks, like what? I just broad broad strokes of like yes, yes. What I were understand. your main takeaways? You of, know, like did you have you like. You know, did you like the workshop kind of thing? Yeah. Main takeaways, oh, yeah. give me a yeah, 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 slideshow presentation. And no. come on. No. And, and no. It's also, you know, your partners are interested in learning about this as well and learning about you. It is important to share this information with them. And, you know, as you said, like, I mean, personal stories, I mean, are always like kept in the container of it. But it's like your own personal experience is important to share, mm. you know. So, yeah. Yeah. But one of the things I, I like w what you said, um, and this isn't a surprise to me, but is how vibrators desensitize women. Uh, and I would say the same with like, you know, um, with watching pornography for your mind, it desensitizes your mind. And you, you don't use, like part of, I think, of having a good sexual relationship is being able to um, use your imagination and how you kind of, like, so pleasure each other um and um but if you're just used to looking at like 2d images for you to to do that it's very difficult then to take that into a th 3d environment and um you know to to uh, to experience the same thing um but i mean i've said this before um about the whole pornography thing like um it's it becomes I suppose for especially for young men like an addiction you know they they just they're overwhelmed by it um is there is there do women like i've heard this but i don't know how true it is uh, do you know of women that have become addicted to pornography yeah or watch a lot of pornography yeah yeah of course oh <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a that's a surprise <laughs> to me because women are to me seem more like you know essential creatures whereas I mean, I think I could be wrong here, but I think men, all the uh, kind of senses are in one place. And, you know, if someone's like a nibble in my ear for... The lingam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but it's, you know, whereas I know you mentioned about you can have an ear orgasm and a bum orgasm and, you know, <laughs> a little finger orgasm, all this kind of stuff. Whereas I, I, maybe I'm, I'm wrong, but like um, for me, it seems like men, all their sensitive parts are in their genitals. Or is that just conditioning, do you think? That's just conditioning. You, when, when I talk about being a sensual being, that means you're a sensory being, yes? Yeah? So the senses are alive in you. So just as a woman, yeah, you can hear, you can uh, be touched and touch, um, you can taste, um, you can smell, okay? And you can see. So all of these, this is the, the senses, yeah? Um, and uh, um, men have all of those capabilities as well <laughs> so when you say that um your most of the sensations are located in your genitals it's just that your your body is not sensitized enough you know all over it is possible and you know um in my yoga practice like when i'm teaching this is what i say is the purpose of tantra yoga it's that it's to create a body create a body that is sensitive and independently intelligent and so that uh you're and this is why we practice yoga to it's the withdrawal of senses as part of that so that we can begin to become more aware of smell and touch and taste and uh what we're seeing and um and this mm. is when it comes when it comes to creativity about allowing yourself to, moments to slow down and explore those things you know like mm. you know uh and, and this is what's what's beautiful like maybe you know uh, you're a real like you really like audio is very you know you love audio you know and it's something that really you know maybe it gets you off even but you're just not aware and so this Easy. idea of like talking <laughs> dirty you know uh, can sometimes like be very activating and maybe it's not even talking dirty like I haven't for had me, a bar for two days <laughs> 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 for me it's like you know when it comes to you know auditory kind of the sense the senses of like listening and whatnot like poetry just does something to my body that i can't even describe you know or someone singing to me like i literally feel those vibrations go through my entire body and so it's just becoming curious about like um what are your turn-ons you know um and mm. uh and 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 also not just limiting yourself to being like well i'm a man and all of my sensations are in my genitals so i'm not even going to think about an ear orgasm you know or you know an earlobe orgasms mm. with this it's to like really expand you know your um and broaden your horizons you know and what you're talking about even with regards to all all of this like when you talk when we talk about women uh using vibrators or you know women or men um using pornography it's this it's the same thing all the time what's your habit what is your habit um uh that you have right now that leads you to orgasm that's your pathway mm. to pleasure that you have driven in you over and over and over and over again and you know it's a, it's a successful route that leads you to the end goal so you'll keep going at that route and oftentimes as well you know like in, when we're expanding our capacity for pleasure in with ourselves you know self-pleasure and with others there's so many moments just like a yoga class so many moments of like emotion arising moments of frustration deep frustration um uh, mm -hmm. and you know um 
where where are this kind of like almost like I want to say you know the addiction you know that we have to the end goal like the yeah. the kind of um what do I want to call it the achievement addiction to the end goal is 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 so strong in us that in those moments we oftentimes then go feck it I'm grabbing the vibrator and I just want to finish this now and it's really important just like your yoga practice in those moments that you stay with it you know whatever it is that you're yeah. feeling in the frustration if you if you're feeling the frustration you stay with the contraction because the the contraction is important it moves you so much deeper into your internal experience and uh, and your the the who you are at the core of your being and when you allow yourself to contract deeply into that in the moment of surrendering and resting into that space there is an opening and there has to be an opening because this is this is the play you know it's the play of life the expansion and the contraction it's in all things and so like you know just because you're kind of getting you know and i said this in the email that i sent out you know initially you know after you go to a workshop like this you know there's this huge like you know you rush of euphoria where you're like gee you're flooded with all this excitement and curiosity and it's like if you're anything like me you know you're just like blah, 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 constantly you know and then you uh you you start to like go down these paths and like i've been on this road myself you know you go down these paths of discovery and you're like your mind is opened you know for the first time and you're hearing this information for the first time and you're like oh my god i didn't know any of this and uh and you want to discover it and then uh you meet these moments like and you meet these many moments um on the on the path of this where it's like oh my god like this is never gonna happen for me i'm i'm this is like uh um or this is painful or mm. uh, this is hard to go through or how am i going to get out like how where do i even move from here you know this feeling of being lost feeling disconnected i mean I, and i said this even last night you know i've been doing this for years and there has been so many so many points uh on on this path that i've had where i have become disconnected in different ways you know and uh and this is i think this is like the most beautiful part of uh, our journey as human beings it's like you know how do you return you know and i say this in my yoga classes before uh, as well you know i i ask these questions i want people to ask these questions how do you return to wholeheartedness when you feel half-hearted how do you return to pleasure when you feel pain and feel suffering you know and it's this mm. constant like how do you return to joy when you feel sadness and knowing that in all of this you you will feel happy and you will feel you know euphoric and then yes you will go back to feeling disconnected and sad this is a part of life and it's it's those it's that constant play that allows you to keep expanding 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 that's never ending you know and the moment you think that's me i've, I've done it now you know is uh is the moment where you really have to like look a little bit push a little bit harder and be like oh that's a sign you know when someone thinks yeah. they know it all when someone thinks they know it all you know it's just like you know you know nothing you know because this is at the, like okay. we all know this you you know this from yoga the more the more you learn the more you realize how much there is to know you know and yeah. that's you as know, suzuki roshi once said the zen master buddhist master he said in the beginner's mind there are many possibilities in the expert's mind there are few mm. just leave that with you 
Um, but yeah. it's beautiful. It's like the opposite, no, no, it, no, it's, no, it's beautiful because it's, it's, it's exactly. It's beautiful. it's beautiful, right? Yeah, no, it, it is because that's exactly. Hello, if you think you're an expert, you have no desire to become curious. Like you have no desire. Like you think you know everything. You don't want to learn from other people. You know, um, you're not willing to like turn up at say something like the workshop last night. You know, because you're like, well, I know it all. You know, and that's what's really funny. You know, I've had this like so a couple of times. Um, from and we had one girl last night say it as well she's like jesus i thought like i was like you know uh, a sex wizard like a sex goddess like i thought i knew everything you know and now i'm just like jesus i know nothing you know and that's beautiful to be disarmed like that you know because that um gives you that appetite for uh to know more that appetite for curiosity and um um and that's what drives you you know when you have an appetite mm -hmm. for anything it's fuel you know it's hunger you know and you want to know it yeah we, we were actually um me and rachel talking about this last night so last night i was teaching my class rachel at the workshop and we normally if i'm teaching class rachel will look after alfie our dog and make sure he's not barking or taking him out for a walk so yesterday we decided to leave alfie with my parents okay. and it makes you realize that um with a, when you have a dog you're a couple when you have a dog you give so much affection to the dog when you could be given that affection to each other or so much attention mm. to the dog and then i'm sure because you know we're due to have a baby in a few months um when you have a baby as well there's going to be even more of that and I, from what rachel has been educating me on like women and the baby the woman the mother and the baby have a real close bond and the man kind of gets left behind a little bit in terms of the affection that's what i, that's what I believe and um so I was saying to Rach yesterday that, you know, we, we need to kind of be mindful of what what people we're going to turn into. In other words, we have a great relationship. We have a really great relationship uh, in every way. But it, I think it's, and this applies to, to anyone, I'm sure, who is in a relationship or is thinking of having kids maybe. How, what, what are you going to be like in a few years? Are you slowly going to become that couple where you're having sex just once a week or less than that even and when you do it as you said it's the one route you know um the to kind of get the job done um and if you do you come into that habit then it's slowly going to lead to probably resentment definitely un unhappiness and that lack of pleasure as i was saying to rach yesterday we need to make sure that when we have this baby um, and obviously we would love the baby, give it loads of attention and I can't wait, but we need to make sure that we don't forget who we are as individuals. And I was chatting to my mates about this from school. We have a WhatsApp group now, we've just started chatting again since this COVID thing happened. And my friends who are fathers said, let the child fit into your life, not the other way around. Mm. And don't forget who you are. You're not a husband and a father, you're a husband, a father and you're the raver used to be or you know whatever it used to you, you don't forget that part of you yeah. um and it's almost like as you said jen when you go to school it's what's next what's next next exam i got that exam now what's next and it's all about uh yeah like what do you do what do you do for a living what's your purpose what's your function as opposed to and this is what you said last night i believe um i won't give away all your secrets because this is good but you know you say oh uh, you meet someone at a dinner party and you say like, what do you do? As opposed to what gives you pleasure? And that's from your workshop, which is, and when Je Rach said this to me yesterday, I was like, man, that's so good. Mm -hmm. Because uh, we forget 
about um, what used to, how we used to have fun when we were younger and what made us laugh and stuff. Yeah, and this is about um, as well, like when I say this, like that's really like referring to the idea of this kind of like goal orientated, um, uh, you know, what you do gives you your identity, you know? Um, and this is what I mean, like when I say like that, you go on a date, you know, and you say like, you know, oh, what do you do? You know, rather than like, hey, I want to know like what are the things that make you feel alive like I want to know this about mm. you because uh, that's where you're really getting and you know a lot of people um, would be shocked like literally taken back by that you know where you're like you know oh my god like actually I don't know if I know you know um, because we aren't mm. we aren't encouraged to turn our attention towards that you know we're encouraged to be like, oh, this is what I do. And uh, this is, you know, how, this is how I'm successful in my life. And, you know, um, this is how I'm seen, you know? So- uh, Jen, Jen, though, just, just on that, I want to touch on something. And we were discussing this yesterday. When someone tells you what they do for a living, there is actually some, a lot you can tell from that, I find. Like if someone tells you and how they say it as well, like if someone goes, and no disrespect for anyone who works in a bank, for example, but they go, yeah, I work in a bank. I think this person is no, no. I mean, if they say it in that way, or oh god, I, I work in the, the, the spa, or whatever, which are all fine jobs, but it's the way it's that thing of I do this thing because I don't know what else to do, and I I'm not in a position to either explore something that makes me happy. So therefore, asking what someone does for a living, I don't think is completely redundant. I think how they answer the question can tell you a lot oh. about how much pleasure they get from life. Completely. We started watching um, First Dates and we're like judging all the people on it. <laughs> um, but we've kind of learned a lot about people, all the different types of people that you don't realize are you know, alive in the world. Yeah. Um, and you kind of learn a lot about human behavior and just watching people, what way they light up or what way they discuss what they do or they talk do. about themselves. Yeah, the way they talk about themselves and hold themselves. You kinda learn, you know, where their passion lies a little bit. Oh or where definitely their security lies. Yeah. And, and this is what I say, you know, like I, I I don't say like, hey, you know, goals and going after them aren't important in your life. They are, you know? And I never say, you know, this is not important. The only thing that's important is pleasure. It's important to have a balance, you know? And the problem is, is that we have more, like the, we're tilted more towards the value side of things in terms of goals, in terms of our career, and in terms of what we do, and in terms of how that gives us our identity. And, uh, and you know, and, and I, I, you know, I said this a couple of, uh, in a couple of podcasts, previously with that regard to the quote in the dead poet society and i'll say it again because Please. i watched the dead poet society the other night and i just like every time this quote comes on like i literally get goosebumps all over my body and i'm just like yes robin williams just speak to me like i actually you know because he goes into he's in the classroom you know and he kneels down and he's like come closer boys and like they all huddle in you know and he has this like glint like of magic in his eyes and he's like saying this he's like he's and i'm just like i remember like you like i lean in you know at this moment like in the in the in the film <laughs> what as well, say, Jen? you know i'm just like <laughs> come on like yes like teach me robin williams go like, on Jen. teach me how to live you know and he's just like he's like boys he's like uh i won't say the quote exactly but it's 
Please know, do now. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to get on a Google or something. But it's something that, like, you know, like, you know, uh, like, uh, poet, like, or uh, economics and business and finance, these are all noble and necessary pursuits. But poetry, romance, um, uh, dancing and things like this, these are the things we live for because we are human beings and human beings are filled with passion and uh mm. and he says something along those effects you know but oh my god mm. and as he keeps talking like my body just goes like oh, yes you know and like when you feel that in your body you know it's like to feel that aliveness pumping through you you know it's just the mm. it's pure truth like when you hear something like that and and mm. this is what i mean you know it's like yes you know you have to have a job if you want to survive in this world you have to make money somehow however you're doing it but make sure that you are living a life that is full of pleasure you know not just mm -hmm. sprinkled with pleasure but that is pumped with pleasure because this is where health thrives this is where uh, relationships thrive and just as you're talking about just to bring you back to the um what you're saying with regards to kids and parenting you know um and uh and I, I won't go into the full detail of this but look back i think it was like in episode 56 when we spoke or something number 50 something and we did questions at the end okay um and one of the questions was regarding uh sex after pregnancy and i spoke about this in detail uh, uh then with regards to um kind of what happens when newborns come into your life and where you're saying that you know a lot of the mother's attention is given to the child and yes it's true you know it's totally true you know um and also as well how the the man in that scenario or the other partner whoever that is tends to get um less attention you know because in a relationship whatever kind of gender that relationship is one person uh kind of takes over the role of caring for the baby and the other person should go into the role of remembering to add pleasure into the relationship because for example for example you rachel with the baby you're going to be touching this baby 24 7 you know the smell of a newborn baby oh my god like it's just ecstasy you know and especially when it's yours you know the the, the way that the skin is so soft to touch it's like something you've ever felt before you know the baby is pretty much attached to you when it's born you know and it's like if you're breastfeeding it's pretty much like two inches away from your face the baby is looking at you, you're looking at the baby, you're connecting, what's this? It's like eye gazing, you know? And this is what you used to do with your partner right in the very beginning. There was this, and that's yeah. sensual. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, it's sensual, you know, but it's sensual, you know? Like you're, you're engrossed in the other, you know? You're engrossed in everything about them. Their smell takes you over. The way they touch it takes you over. You're like two inches away from their face, you know? And you're like just looking at them in this kind of, and it's mesmerizing, it's, it's kind of awe stri it's striking you you know and uh, and you right now um rachel are being flooded with oxytocin flooded okay and this is that beautiful euphoric love hormone in the body and what ends up happening is baby goes to bed the day is done you know and then it's like hey what about me now you know and it's like 
Like, nah, like I've literally got no energy left. And it's not that you don't have any energy left, actually. It's that you don't need it. You don't need it because you have received all of this from that interaction. You've received, like you're, you're literally full to the brim with oxytocin right now. You don't need any more of it, you know? So it's not that you're like, oh, I'm too tired or I'm not interested. It's actually, I actually don't need it, you know? And so it's super important, <laughs> yeah. But it's super important that people know this in relationships because um, what should be happening is that you're remembering to connect to to each other as well and you know it's maybe it's about and you know you know the 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 caretaker of the baby is going to feel this very strongly with regards to um the guilt of not looking after the baby like if the baby is put down and you'll feel this you know um where it's like oh i should be doing this or you know or i can't take pleasure for myself right now because you're caring for another and your attention is towards that and so for the other partner, it's important that they're, you know, gently coaxing and teasing the uh, partner's attention away from the baby. And so like being like, hey, here's a beautiful bath for you. Like, you know, um, and it's filled with you roses, you know, uh, like, like. Here. And I'm in it. Yeah, I'm in it. Yeah. Um, but even. It's like it's Kev just, soup. Yeah. Or like, you know, like massage, like massage guests massaging each other you know all of these things you know where you're like encouraging connection um between your and 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 literally telling like as a woman you know or as the caretaker the baby you have to say to yourself this my pleasure and our pleasure is just as important because uh this is what encourages um you know connection what uh continues connection and that's just as important for that child you know that you're caring for so not just feeding it not just giving it love but also loving each other because you're continuing to sustain a relationship where that child can grow up in a in a in a in a relationship that's together you know mm. uh, okay I, I remember that Jen. that's a that's a good one <laughs> um jen um, i'll give you I, tips I just, please yeah thank <laughs> you you're the help i can get you like it so, right would it... <laughs> sounds good to me yeah i look after the baby and then kev gives me a massage yes yeah. draws me a bath <laughs> that sounds good oh, sick. <laughs> i'm gonna shorten the sticker <laughs> you asked what about the extra part <laughs> they can get involved by helping out the woman yeah <laughs> i suppose i've got the dog i can always rub the dog all right uh, all right so quick, some quick fire questions. We only got five minutes. Um, we can do like quick answers to this uh, from Emma. This one's from Emma. Um, what did you both do before yoga, Jane? Um, I studied animation in yoga or in yoga. I studied animation in university, um, but I did a whole mm. host of things. I was always teaching. I was teaching swimming. I went to become a ski instructor and was teaching in New Zealand and California. And uh, yeah like lots of everything everything was always teaching <laughs> yeah something um i i worked for an artificial intelligence company the next question <laughs> <laughs> next question is uh well uh, this is obviously for you what got you into tantra mm, um realizing how disconnected i was from my menstrual cycle 
actually that was my pathway mm. in i had uh i've discussed this in other um podcasts with you but had um an awful uh an awful relationship with my menstrual cycle my menstrual cycle took over my life um i would bleed mm. for at least 10 to two weeks uh 10 days to two weeks it would be super mm. heavy i'd be floored and uh and it, that kind of um the desire to not go back on the pill and to find another way to manage that um, and also bring it back into into alignment and into uh, rhythm and myself being connected to that was my pathway in okay uh jen we'll just leave one more question here because only got a couple minutes and i don't want to like rush the end um what advice do you have for new teachers new yoga teachers practice my own my advice is always practice 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 and not just following a practice but self practice i say that i get so many questions with regards to teaching what i teach where they're like where can i read more and blah 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 and i you know for me i uh i mean it's it's i always say this like your chakras when you want to know more about the energetic body when you don't want to know about your body your chakras your um your nadis your the values they are not in books they are in your body and to really learn how to connect with them how to control them how to direct them you know is through your own practice it's a self-discovery and so that's what i always say practice 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 if you mm. are a teacher and you do not have a self-practice i very i really strongly believe this you have no business teaching that's what i will say that's a super strong thing to say but it's uh it's we are always evolving um and we are always growing and uh, as soon as your self-practice stops you are teaching from that place in the past and not from that place in the present, you know? And yeah. uh, it's possible to teach from the place in the past and be incredible at it. I know many teachers who do, but, you know, if you want to constantly be growing and constantly be, uh, yeah, c you know, connect, you need, you need your self-practice. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. That's fantastic. Uh, Jen, what, your next workshop is June the 5th? June the 5th, but I have other surprises coming uh, in the month of May. Uh oh may okay. is the month of masturbation just so you know there's All a right. little <laughs> <laughs> may you masturbate <laughs> <laughs> thank you it's very kind of you <laughs> um, all right jen uh, we, uh we've only got like they're gonna give us a like they, they give you like a 30 second countdown i think okay. um I, it tends to be a lot of people ask questions afterwards because people don't ask questions about sexual stuff in public which is fair enough so any questions they can reach out to you it's hello uh jenny keen yeah uh, yeah so just so you know i more than likely won't be able to get back to those questions very soon um simply because i am inundated with that at the moment um yeah. but uh what i would say is like like look at the workshops because a lot of questions are being answered there and in the coming uh kind of um uh, weeks and months as well a lot of stuff will be will be answered yeah we have to slow down you know <laughs> okay. yeah only got 10 seconds jen uh thank you everyone for joining us and um any questions let us know and hope to do this again soon yeah see you guys bye. i love you bye jen love you too bye. <laughs>